This is for beginners to use and break down matches with. Like a case study. Make yourself stand out in an unfair way. Okay, I'm native and I have long hair, but look, I also have this part. And how can I make myself stand out more than that? This match actually fits with that pretty well. Because how do you stand out when there's two baby faces? Well, one of them is Rob Van Dam and one of them is Jeff Hardy. So look at that. Already... His entrance is so spectacular already. It does the black light stuff. He wears white so it stands out. He's also put that kind of stuff in his hair before. I don't know how he does it. I don't know. It's like magic to me. Look at the colors in the background are like purple and pinks and white. It's already unique. And look how big he stands. Legs are far apart. His body is open. And he does whatever that dance is that went viral. <laughs> Already, Chip Ross has done an amazing job. And here comes RVD. Interesting, because look, nothing is special. He just comes out. He didn't even do his pose there. Very interesting. Oh, this is his hometown. Okay. You kind of can get away with it. And the way he gets in the ring is unique. He rolled in. And so anybody except for Rob Van Dam here would look boring and look at all the rvd signs back there that's insane see so they're mimicking each other or they're mirroring each other 50 50 very even match already and see what he did that's not cheating when you kind of use leverage to push on someone's head that's not cheating but it could be perceived as that so if you're able to put it in a malicious way then it will make sense in that context, but when it's just like that, it's fine. Right away, they're establishing that you can't go for covers, which I I could have perceived as him protecting Jeff Hardy from going out to get a ladder, but it wouldn't matter. So this is one of Jeff Hardy's signature moves-ish at the time. An RVD really smart there was being able to stumble backwards and position himself just to get clotheslined right in, right in line for that. So there's going to be a lot of action coming in and out. And see, it gives him just enough time to, once he gets it, he doesn't have to take his time. And he doesn't have to, like, make it obvious that he's waiting. It just, oh, this happened, and RVD took advantage. And see, that's not even necessary. It's just so dumb. But it's, like, RVD style, so it makes sense. So you're like, oh, my styles, all I do is a bunch of flips. Are you RVD? Do you have all the other stuff that RVD does have? They're already in the first five minutes of the match and they've already established there are no pinfalls and you have to climb this ladder. And they established that they're 50-50 each other. So Jeff Hardy took a little bit more on the outside initially, but that was after having already given RVD a few things. And that might have actually been a part of why he did a backflip, because that was technically two and two, right? But getting hit with the ladder is probably a little bit more major than that. So now... With the ladder being dropkicked into Jeff Hardy's face, they're elevating the stakes. So now the ladder is in play, so now it's fair game. Because that's the, the concept of the match, is to win. The ladder has to come into play eventually. I love the way RVD reverses, and then... Let's see, here goes one of Hardy's signature moves. That would usually be a cover there, but it's not. Let's see, now he's going to get pushed down a hard way, too. I felt like it shouldn't have been that hard, but... I'm for it, I guess. This is where they're going. So they've each been pushed off the ladder once. So it is 50-50. And now RVD, you can see he's kind of like waiting for him to get up. 
You see how he was single signaling that? Jeff Hardy is either taking too long or RVD actually couldn't get a grip. Which is funny because those mistakes happen too. Also watch RVD try to... See, he's positioning it and he's like waiting and you could even see a little hand gesture there. But that's okay. It No one noticed. It was quick. And now they're both like, okay, we're both equal. But neither of us have a ladder. We can't win the match this way. So they both go get a ladder. They're going to bring them in. And then they're going to do the back and forth ladder spot, which is cool, and it's really clever. But one of the tricks with using real stuff is he should have hit him right there, right? Like, why wouldn't you have just hit him? Why would you wait? Especially if that's what's going to happen. Ugh, him falling on that ladder there sucks. When it's a live performance like this and the ladder, like, unhinges and it comes apart and you can't hit him safely, it's better to take that extra second, make it right, then just use it and then try to hit somebody with it and then it hurts somebody. The most important and the first rule of pro wrestling. Always safety first. Except for if you're RBD, because he's nuts. So right here, like jams his fingers and you see him sell the fingers. And he's like, my hands got hit. I use my feet more anyway. Kick. So now this is almost comparable to a double down, I feel like. And still, see, they've never technically got into the heat. But they are in the middle of the match, so how does that work? It's like there's no actual heat. It's just competitive. Also, stupidest move of all time is the Rolling Thunder. How does that even become a thing? All it is is a roll, but it's RBD, so it's over. So that was one move with the ladder. That was two moves with the ladder, technically, right? So I think they're not going to be 50-50 anymore. Oh, wait. So this, this is going to level him up pretty, pretty well here. So this is that Russian leg sweep. And watch. This is just awful for your body. You're going to have big welts on your back. And that's got to be an elevated move, right? In my mind it is. See, I'm getting excited now. You see RVD's kind of moving a little bit. Fixing the ladder, fixing himself. And see, he's already up in a real match. If he took that finish, he wouldn't be up this quickly, but it's a ladder match, so it's kind of okay. Even though it was like a ladder finisher. But they're telling this story. So here we go, another ladder finisher. Like a power bomb from a ladder is, is pretty severe. And see, now it's like a double down again. So all they're doing is entertaining the fans at this point. There's no... There's no... I hate this guy. It's like, I'm the champion, and this is why I'm the champion. And the fans just love it. So there goes another one. And you see Jeff Hardy kind of fixing himself a little bit so he wouldn't get hurt. That's just one of those little things. It could have been a time thing from the back. Or it could have just been Hardy was fine positioning himself. So already it's like we've had two double downs and there's no comeback. This could be argued as the comeback. 
But now they're even elevating the stakes. See, there's two ladders up now. And this is getting pretty close to the finish, I believe. Yeah, so so we're eight minutes into the match. They're already about to go home. And there hasn't been a real comeback. But you're entertained. And the story's being told, right? That's kind of how you do a babyface versus babyface match. You don't do any cheating. You don't do any cheating. And you don't do any cheating. Who knew? And in the latter match, there's no cheating anyway, technically. And see that they're creating the stakes here with reaching for the ladder or for the title on top of the ladders it doesn't get higher than that so if they were planning on doing something else they'd have to bring it down again and this is so dangerous this is absolutely terrifying it just can get hurt so easily and you can see right there jeff hardy moving that ladder out of the way for rvd a little bit just for the positioning when you're studying matches and i wish someone would have gave me this i need to go a b c d I need to see it, I need to touch it, I need to feel it, so print it out, do whatever. That's why I made all these spaces in here. This is actually in the book, and it's in the comment description. The book is available on Amazon, on Kindle, and you can use your free one-month subscription and just cancel it, your free trial right away, and you get the book for free. Helps me out a lot, a lot, a lot. So you can count the moves and see that they were going back and forth, making it 50-50. It's just spot, 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 which some people like doing, some people hate doing. You have to find out what's right for you. I've done a whole match where the match is essentially just the shine. And it was a six-minute match. And those stories are fun to tell. And it allows you not to have to bump 45 times to get everyone's stuff in. And you don't have to rush. I think that's the biggest thing. Is you don't have to rush the whole process of, well, I wanted to get all my stuff in because I do a swanton and a twist of fate and a whisper in the wind. But it's like, what's one move you can do? That'll be the finish but I'll reverse out of it so that way when we go to have another match, it's gonna mean more next time if you actually get to hit it. So you can tell stories in multiple phases or you can give them everything. And so that's it, that's the finish, the five star. And that's really tricky about having your finisher be off the top rope. And that's why you should have two because if you do a five star off, where do you go from there? You have to jump down and then get back up and you lose. But if you do like a choke slam, then you can stay on top, and then you can lead to other stuff. But that just depends on the story that you're going to tell, right? So you can just all of us like Jeff Hardy does the Russian sometimes, but he doesn't always. But he did in this match because it fit the story. RVD doesn't do power bombs, but it worked in this match because it associated him with the ladder. And that just goes to show that you can have a babyface babyface match, and you can have a babyface babyface ladder match. But you just get a little bit more steam from the crowd when they want someone to lose. Because they didn't want either of these guys to lose, they just wanted them both to win. But someone has to lose. And they could have done something where they have someone run down and screw somebody out of it just because they wanted to and then tell the story that way. But they just wanted a, a 1v1, go in, tell the story, get the crowd entertained. It's the first match on the card, I think they said. Who puts a ladder match on the first match on the card? Jesus. That'd be so unfun to follow up. But then, you don't go out there and try to do the same stuff that they can do. You go out there and you do your shtick. It's going to be a gimmick match after this, probably, just like a character. Or like a tag match where you can do different stuff. And and this is what is important, is just the thinking of it. Because I can watch it say, oh, powerbomb off of ladder equals good spot. Okay, but where does it go? Should I be taking it or giving it? These are the little things that you get from training, honestly. 
just going to training and getting your reps in and being told, okay, that was bad. Don't overwhelm yourself. You can only think so much. You need to let your brain think. At camp, we would maybe do two matches a day when we would do camp study matches. And it's like, what can you actually take and use? Because you're going to get overwhelmed. I have a notebook for everything, dude. I use my notebook all the time for wrestling, for finances, for personal development, all that stuff. Like, I'm a very note-oriented person, so you have to learn that about yourself. And then you can take it to wrestling. My Tomahawk Kid t-shirts are available on Pro Wrestling Tees. Is that subtle? I wanted to share this with you guys, too. Right here, this bad boy, signed by Mick Foley. It's got a little bit of B-L-O-O-D on it. He colored it with red Sharpie. How smart. Socks. You sell socks as your gimmick. Who other than Mick Foley would sell socks? Cheapest man in wrestling makes more money off socks than anybody I've ever met. So how do you take that and apply it to yourself?